0: It's DiPietro and Rothenberg. It could actually be better for us if you had the Jets and the
1: Giants in the same division. I mean, me, and you would probably fist fight at least twice a year. Yeah, and I'd probably win those. No chance. Yeah, yeah. kick you right in the back. Well, I'll kick you anywhere. Then. Anywhere I kick this you. This is had why. An issue. There's an upper body injury and a lower body injury. You no, know, you don't want to identify what it is right after that bruising. You're like, that's not nice. Rabbit punches.
0: That's not very nice of you. I want to win the fight. fight. Great. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. Your mother. On 98.7 ESPN. All right, now. Good
1: morning. DNR with you, 98.7 ESPN. Uh, RJ, did you hear how weaselly Rick got in the last hour? Weasley? Yeah, when he said, you know, I just think we don't do picks week 18. I mean, you know exactly what that was.
2: Well, I, I do, but I, what I don't understand is he's, well, he's three games clear of, of you and I with... Twelve picks to go, he's in great shape. Right,
1: great shape. But if No no Raymond's in great shape. No, no, you're in great shape. But if he doesn't if he's three games ahead of us with nine games to play, isn't that better? Of course. Right. So he tried to kibosh. There's no way he would be behind both of us sitting in last place and would show up today and say, you know what, guys, let's not do picks week 18 because the 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 games are all wonky.
2: Well, let me let me ask you this. Yeah. Because you and I, right around five hundred, tied essentially.
1: I don't think I'm around 500. I think I'm three games below.
2: Okay. I'm, about, I'm around 500. Do you look at Rick's situation? Mental advantage for us now. He's a little afraid of us.
1: Absolutely. I think he's nervous. Absolutely. Well, if you if you really pay close attention, last two weeks he's been horrendous. Most well, so of we. Right. Well, that's the thing. Had we been decent the way he's playing, we would have run right past him.
2: See, I don't feel bad, though, because even last week he even got Ray. So if it gets Ray, who's like like 11 games over or something like that, then I don't feel bad. But yes, we've all been mad.
1: I was 0-3 last week. Yeah, you were. But you were 0-3 the week before. That's fine. I bounced back. Bounced back with a 1 and 2. Uh, the Rams screwed me. <laughs> the, Rams, the, Rams, the Rams screwed me. It's arrow up, though. Yeah, it's arrow up. Rams Great. screwed me. Well, I can't go down from here. Well, I just thought we'd have a nice stress-free week. No, I want all stress. Right, I, I want all the. I want an extra helping yeah, of stress. Yeah, and so much for I'm going to be nice. I mean, you attacked Raymond. The secretly uh, undercover attacked Raymond last segment. Who did? You did. How? Well, with Wes's call, you blame Raymond. Wouldn't you say it was the producer or the coach? I mean, that was right as a shot right at Raymond's face. Well Raymond wasn't the only one producing you the know, show.
3: You know what he is about at this Raymond, point. Raymond, yeah. did you feel hurt by that? No, not hurt because you expect you See? expect the shots to come at some point. But was uh, a shot, okay, okay. you 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 know what they so about. So just
1: just don't be on it. Like just oh, oh Ray, you're you're the best. I tell him all the time how great he is. All the time how good I think he does and, and how well I think and, he, and not he I does. And now I question
3: your authenticity with it. Right. You're not authentic.
1: Do you feel like you got the most out of the ass man? I thought we did pretty well. Okay. Then then that's all there is to it. I didn't listen to the show. I have no well, idea what course, it was like. Because why would you? Well, okay. It's embarrassing. I was sleeping. Sleeping. I had to catch up on sleep. Sounds nice. But well, it doesn't work. I promise it you, it does not work. <laughs> it, really, it really does not. It really does not. Um, I hate this topic. I guess we'll get into it. The whole Aaron Rodgers thing, him and Kimmel back and forth, McAfee with the apology. The one thing that I would say is, where are the Jets in all of this? Why not? If you're the Jets, why not come out and say, Aaron... If you're gonna do the show, you can't be saying stuff like that. You we we, we, we ha- he's an employee of the Jets. The Jets have the right to come out and say, "Aaron, we don't want you doing McAfee Well, I mean, anymore. he is. So right now, he is the Jets. Well, he's still an employee of the yeah, Jets, right, right. and he gets a handsome salary yeah, from the that, Jets. To that point, though, he is. I mean, he is the front-facing Jet currently. Like, okay, so you even, think even jet, more like, so, you think Jets? You think Aaron Rodgers? So even more so, if he if he represents the team to that extent, shouldn't he be on his best behavior? Yeah. He's a a direct reflection of the New York Jets right now. Okay. So if I'm Woody Johnson and I'm Robert Solid, I'm Joe Douglas, and you go on McAfee, which I have really no issue with at all, and you're going to start saying things about Epstein and Kimmel, and Kimmel's going to come out and get so upset, is that a good reflection on the Jets organization? No. Okay, so if I'm Woody Johnson, I don't want that anymore. No, of course you don't want that anymore. I'm sure Pat McAfee doesn't want that, what that was. Aaron took a shot. It was not... The right thing to do. I'm sure someone's. I'm sure someone from the Jets has, has spoken to him about it, or Jimmy Kimmel's lawyer has spoken to him about it. Because no, I mean that is. It's the last guy. I would think at Disney, you want to get angry too. Of the insinuations that you want, like that's. Come on, man. And that's 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 gross. It, I hear the woman again. <laughs> again, I, 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 <laughs> something is coming through the headset. I, I, there is I, something. There's a woman in this room.
3: <laughs> I hear the same <laughs> Might thing. Be ghosts. So, some there's a wood woman somewhere hidden in this room. You got. It sounds like you got problems in there. That, who's to say there's a problem? <laughs> yeah, it could be a
1: good thing. <laughs> yeah, it really maybe, could be. I don't got, know.
3: Maybe you got ghosts.
1: And, and don't don't start with the we're crazy. If we hear the same woman same at the exactly. same
3: exact time, we're we're not hearing it in here unless RJ heard well, it.
1: Oh, do you have your headphones on? I've had him on this whole time. <laughs> you're, you're, you're napping. What a, what a surprise you don't hear it.
3: Listen, if you want me to nap, and I, I, I can leave him. You guys can do this yourselves. I, I, I don't need to be here. No, we, if you're going to nap, we'd like to see you I, while I, you're napping. I'm, I'm not napping.
1: I'd like to see you. So how do you not hear this woman? I don't hear this woman. I don't know what to tell you. There's a woman somewhere here. Dude, there's something coming through the headset. Where is this? <laughs> She's behind the cave batters. Where is this? There's a woman somewhere here.
2: This is how horror movies start. Yeah, exactly right. Next thing you know, Rick's going go to Rick's gonna go to Starbucks and not come back. <laughs> There's
1: a whole pile of pox, boxes over there. She's going to be over there.
3: <laughs> Rick is going to see the girl come out of the ring.
1: That was a scary you movie. You see Drag this new way. one with the, the night swim one? Oh, I don't like oh. that at all. I used to be terrified of going to like, go in the pool. dark at night with no pool light on. Yep. get it. Yeah, of course you oh, grew up with a pool. Suck huh? you right through the yeah. filter. That's nice. What really, that's nice? Growing up with a pool is nice. That yeah, was nice. I'm sure it was. Yeah, it's I'm great. sure it was. All right, let's get back to Rodgers. 1-800-919-3776. It's a, it's a bad look for the organization. And at, at some point, see, here's my, when do you put a stop to it? If he says, I demand Devontae Adams, do you put a stop? Like, at what point do you say enough is enough? You are employed by us. Well, I think this is different, though. I different. This is, is not different. an apples-to-apples comparison. It is different. But my point is, he runs everything. Yeah, well, I don't understand why you keep saying this every single day. Yeah, we get it. Because it bothers me. Why does it bother you, though? It's a, they were in a spot where they had they thought they had a championship-caliber defense, and they could add the pieces on the offensive side of the ball as long as they had the quarterback. And guess what? They did not have the quarterback, so they had to go, because they were desperate, and do whatever it, it was going to take to get Aaron Rodgers. He was their best option. I get and it. you know how much Woody loves superstar quarterback. I get it, and I thought so at the time, too, but I never, I never oh, realized. But you don't know, though. We don't know. But I never realized it would turn into this. I never realized it well, would turn into this he, I mean, kind he, of a circus. He, four plays, man. That's it. Four plays. I get it. And then we decided that Zach Wilson was going to be our best option. He better be worth it, man. He, I mean, he better be worth I it. I think we all recognize that. Like there was going to be a listen. There's always there was a lot that was going to come along with this. Like he wanted what Green Bay never gave him, which was full a, full authority. A say, but it's not just a. It feels like it's every say. You want Zach Wilson? You got him. You want oh, Billy we Turner? That, we don't know if the, that's the case, though. I wouldn't put that all on Aaron. The Zach oh, why, why didn't Alan Lazard is here? Well, yeah, but that, that's fine. I agree with that. I think that's part the reason why Dalvin Cook decided he wanted to be a Jet. I mean, Randall Cobb, right? right. I mean, it's I don't just, disagree with those. I don't know if I would put Zach Wilson as the backup at his feet. Uh, uh, f- fair. It just, it just It's too much. At this point for me, it feels like you're allowing him to do whatever it is that he wants to do, and I personally think it's a problem. And I think that the Jets better get ahead of this thing now and put a stop to it. Here's the thing, though. Had he played the entire season... And the Jets were right now sitting in the playoffs. It wouldn't be a problem. It's only a problem because their okay. season fell apart, and he fair, didn't play. Fair, fair. But but that's that's where we are. I can't, I, I I can't analyze it. it and say, well, you know, it'd be different if no, the Jets no, I were can't. in the playoffs. I that, listen, here's the here's the thing. This is the most concerning part of this is that if he doesn't come back, he, if he doesn't come back and play well, we both agree that we've seen enough in Nathaniel Hackett. Think he's not a very good offensive. Correct, coordinator, correct. And then on top of that, there are real concerns that Robert Sala is not a good head coach, and in this sport, the NFL, coaching matters. So as good as Aaron is, you'll get to a point where they play a team that is as talented with a quarterback that's as talented that's going to have a better head coach, that will have a better coaching staff. You saw it against Cleveland. Right. And now does that does that hurt you? It can't help. Can Aaron overcome that? Because right now, the reason why he's not willing to make a change is because he loves this setup because A, he's got his buddy Nathaniel Hackett, and B, he's got a head coach that gives him carte blanche. He can do whatever he wants. Right. It's like it'd be the same thing if you had if you had a boss that let you do anything you want, but you knew that that wasn't a, it's, he's not a great boss. But why would I want to change? Because I could do whatever the hell I but want. But do you think that Aaron Rodgers thinks that that the the coaching regime is not very good? And have he has seen. Have you seen him on the sidelines lately? And but th- but then you're kind of defeating your own purpose, no, aren't he, you? No, because in his mind, so he, he thinks that he's so good, yes. that he can take a mediocre coach. And a team that's not great overall And buoy them to be great Because he's that great Yep Boy Yeah that, I mean You hey, got listen, a lot now, of I wouldn't know that yourself. feeling Because I've never been as good as Aaron Rodgers is But I mean The, the guy did win Back-to-back back MVPs And, and we thing. have seen Aaron Rodgers play At an insanely high level We have So I think that there's a chance of that But I think there's also a chance That this thing completely blows up And that next season The Jets are 9-8 and eight, miss the playoffs And you look at this And you say It's over It's done Yeah well it's a failure Yeah well, I mean, I hope that's not the case, but you do run that risk. You absolutely run that risk. The problem, is, I mean, the problem is, is that the, the moves that you decide to make because of Aaron Rodgers. If you, I mean, if they become moves that you're stuck long term, now you're, stuck that with, you're yeah. in salary cap hell right. moves, right? If you, if Devontae Adams, you bring that salary on, and and now that that extends past Aaron Rodgers, you know, because Devontae Adams is not a young right. guy. If there's a, if there's a real chance where you say to yourself, okay, I got T Higgins at this age, he wants to, like, we could sign him, but Aaron wants. Devontae Adams. And now the So let me ask you this. If you're Joe Douglas and you say, "God, T Higgins is 25. T Higgins is a, is a star in the making and he can be a star receiver for for the next quarterback too." And Roger says, "I want Devonte Adams." Sorry. Oh, well, it's tough to say sorry because I mean, you're so you're so on But what is time. Aaron going to do? Well, I don't know what the what it, it's not what Aaron's going to do, it's what is Aaron not going to do.
4: Which is, is what, does not show up for OTAs well, now? Well,
1: no, no, no. I don't mean that. I mean, is Aaron at his best? And I'm sure he'll he'll get the, the best out of whoever's on the field. But if Aaron tells you, because you've already seen it, there's a track record. No one with the Jets has a track record outside of Aaron Rodgers of success. Correct. Joe Douglas doesn't. Robert nope, Shaw doesn't. Nobody does. Nathaniel Hackett without Aaron Rodgers doesn't. Outside of, I mean, you want to bring up what he did in Jacksonville, or whatever. But, I mean, so the one with the track record tells you, hey, listen, as good as you think T. Higgins is, he's great. I'm telling you right now. Me and Devontae Adams together—you've seen it already. What we're capable of doing, like, how do you say no to that? It's that's a tough spot to be in because your your livelihood rests on this guy winning football games. So you want to placate him and make him as happy as possible. I just think you you're so in, you're so deep in this thing. So you have to do whatever he wants because you're so because you're knee deep already. Well, because you didn't do anything to react this year, and now you put yourself in a spot where if it doesn't work, if if God forbid it doesn't work. You're done. It's over. Right. They're going to blow it up, and you'll you'll probably never be a GM in the league again. No, like had they found a way this season with whatever move, if it's a get get Jacoby Brissett or whoever you decided to bring in to give yourself a real chance, and they're a playoff team that buys you at least some time that build you build some equity up. Like, hey, look what this coaching staff did. Like the same, all the all the praise we're giving to Kevin Stefanski, had you found a quarterback that could actually help you win games and you're in the playoffs, like the Jets fans would turn that into, hey, wow, maybe we do have a good coaching staff. They found a way. They made it work. Maybe without Aaron Rodgers, maybe. But now it's it's, it's not that. So, so you've you've empowered him so much. Your point is that now to say no is like trying to punish the 16 year old who's completely out of control. Well, I don't even think it's just that. I just think you're like my job now rests in your hands. I get it. So but, what do I do? But I'm not saying like like I recognize there's a problem at receiver. Aaron, I'm not telling you we don't need another receiver. We can't go to battle with you know with with Cobb and Lazard next season. But if I determine I'm Joe Douglas, no, I on the team like, that Higgins is better right. for us long term. Okay, but it's like saying to Tom Brady because I mean, let's not pretend like Tom Brady didn't have a lot of say. He got Bruce Arians fired. Yep, so same thing. But he had won a Super Bowl. What I'm saying to you is is if if year one wasn't a Super Bowl for Tom Brady, he gets say he gets hurt, same kind of situation. They have a bad season. Boom, we go back to the to the the upcoming season, and he says to you, say. Here's a good example. Okay, Sam Laporte is a free agent. Guy's a stud, right? But Tom says, "Listen, kid's great. Love him. I want Gronk. What are you doing? Probably Gronk. Okay. So that that's kind of this. That's kind of the same all thing. Right. But but is it wrong of me to, to no, look at Brady and Rodgers differently? No, I don't think it's wrong at all. I mean, one guy's won seven Super Bowls. The other guy's won one. And his recent playoff success has thought, been has been subpar. None. Yeah, let's go to, uh have got some calls on this now. Eddie in Brooklyn. Eddie, good morning. You're on 98.7. Good
5: morning, guys. Happy New Year. I think they ought to just fire Hackett and let Aaron know who the boss is. Because I'm sick and tired of hearing Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. Just get, get rid of him and uh, hack it, and let the dice fall as they may. Okay, Thank
1: so you. Eddie, you've come this far. You brought in Hackett because of Aaron Rodgers. He's never gotten to work with Aaron Rodgers here, and now you're gonna fire Nathaniel Hackett, who I agree with you is not very good.
5: What, what did he show? He couldn't
6: change the offense anyway at all. Everything was a flop.
1: But he's the guy that Aaron yeah, Rodgers. But he wants. wasn't yeah, but he wasn't brought in here to I, listen, I don't disagree with you. Here's the thing. Here's what? the thing. I don't Eddie, I don't disagree with you. I don't think Nathaniel Hackett is a good offensive coordinator. I think he could find better. But could you find better to go with Aaron Rodgers is the question. And that's the comfort zone of Aaron Rodgers. That's who he wants. And you've done everything that he wants. I mean, yeah, that's my point just, is, you've allowed him to okay. run this organization. Right. I don't disagree with you, but that's what happens. When you reach a certain point at a certain level, like the teams, teams recognize, like the Edmonton Oilers will do whatever Connor McDavid wants them to do. The coach they just hired... Coached him in June. Like there's, there's a reason why. That's they a guy do that he has a fami- familiarity right. with, so how, a comfort level with. How are we going to win? Well, if Connor McDavid's the MVP, this is how this is how we'll win. Let's make him as comfortable and happy as possible. But is is every decision Connor McDavid's no, decision? No, I think a lot of them are. Okay, I think they. I mean, I think they consult him. Like best players get different treatment. And I'm not saying he shouldn't get different treatment, but it feels like he's taking it and run with it to the point well, that I think it's just too much right, and too you, far now. But the the, the, the okay again. The biggest problem is we haven't seen what it would have looked like with Aaron Rodgers. I get what you're saying if they, if he played this season and Cobb stunk and Lazard stunk and everyone's stunk. And you're like, well, what the bleep are we doing? We haven't said so we don't know. All we've seen is them with different quarterbacks. Like, Alan, Alan Lazard has had success with, with Aaron Rodgers. We I don't are, think he's great, but... We are this far from New York Jets fans hating Aaron Rodgers. I, we're very close to it, yeah. Because you can feel that the, the yeah. tide is turning. And they want results, and they want it now. Well, not only that they want results, they just don't, they recognize, I think we're all smart enough to recognize that man, maybe we don't have a really good head coach. The offensive coordinator stinks. Can this guy change? And it? we could definitely upgrade those two spots, but we won't because Aaron Th- does want This far it. from the entire fan base turning. If, if next year is not great, uh, I think that'll be, it'll be one and done here for Rodgers.
7: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
0: Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts.
1: It's been a fun week so far. As nice
0: if the Starbucks would open on the
1: app. What do you mean they're not open? The app they're open the right. app says closed can i put my order in now you want a banana i'd like a banana yeah. Yeah. was it delicious uh it was very good yeah. very nice they're Hard. not the best looking bananas i got to be honest i'm not i'm not they overly concerned great. about the appearance of the banana i'm hungry and i'm going to need something in that dude dirty i got to tell nook. you by the way shout out to my wife she makes so she makes homemade cranberry sauce thanksgiving okay phenomenal like but maybe the best cranberry That's amazing. sauce i love cranberry sauce and eat it for two or three days once a year yeah, yeah. That's not like I'm not eating cranberry sauce on a regular basis. I mean, you could probably incorporate it into more dishes too if you wanted to. Like nice, nice. So go ahead. So your wife makes beautiful cranberry sauce. Right. So we had we had a lot of actually, we had a lot of leftovers. So last last Thanksgiving I mentioned to her, hey, why don't you use the the cranberry sauce and make a like a cranberry bunt? She makes great bunts. Like a bunt cake. Bunt cake. Yeah. So she did it. She made a couple of this last week she made one. Beautiful. <laughs> Best thing I ever tasted. So it's bunt cake, but a woman puts her hair in a in a bun. Bun. This is a okay. bunt. D T. Yes. You don't have bunt. a lot of words that end D T. No, you don't. Are there any others you can think Ooh. of, Archie? Any words you can think of that end in D T outside of bunt?
2: Hmm. Not at the moment. Andrew Ra- Andrew Brand's name comes to mind, but that's about all. Right, I have but for
1: that's you. that's a that's a name. Yeah, I got nothing. As you would say, it's a it's a or Raymond would say it's a physical name. Right? Ends in DT.
2: can't really think of any.
1: Uh, bunt. Yeah, Right. Velt. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah. I found the same list as you. Fen- <laughs> These don't seem like words. These are not
1: even words. Yeah, they are. There's five. Words that end in DT. Five-letter words. Oh, this is five-letter words. Gert. 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 Built. What do you mean built? B-I-L-D-T. What the hell does that mean? I don't
2: know. These are Scrabble certified, though. So. Certified. He's a real.
1: But no one house, has House. House. Stop it. I'm this what does mean? I don't know. It's words that I, I want. The, in the I want the definition of house I want it right words
3: now. What? It's telling out words from Scandinavia. <laughs> it's in the dictionary. Let <laughs> yes.
1: me tell you. Uh, for Norwegian origin. So, house H A L S D. Svelte. Svelte, I know. Yes. Svelte is a good one. That's a good one. S V E L D T. Yep. That's a good one. House I'm just telling you right now. I like, this is the official Scrabble dictionary. I'm looking at, looking at all sorts of dictionaries. How's that town in Austria? I, oh, I was have... saying scramble word finder. I only got I got two. I got bunt and velt, <laughs> not svelte, velt, v e l d t. Velt. velt. What does that mean? I don't know. You want to get the dif- the definition? I'd like the definition of velt. Uh, a grassland of southern Africa. There you go. So it says it's a, it's it's a, a, a noun. The velt. It sounds made up. I'm, it's not. Look at it. It's Scrabble word finder. Velt. Velt. Yeah, but isn't it a South African word then? No, it's a grassland of Southern Africa. It's, a, it's You can use it in Scrabble. And in Ray Scrabble. Bradbury apparently wrote a, a book called uh, The veldt Yeah, see? Don't question me. Uncultivated country or grassland. There you go. Conventionally classified by altitude into high veld, middle veld, and low veld. Yep. It's ridiculous. Uh, it's not ridiculous. It's a word, man. It's, it's a ridiculous Stop word. Yourself. All right, let, let's go to some of these calls because they'll be less ridiculous than... A DT. Let's go to uh, Breezy in the truck. Hi Breezy, you're on 987.
5: Good morning, good morning, good morning. Listen,
6: uh all I'm hearing is Aaron I hope the Jets during this this uh draft do not try to draft around Aaron Rodgers. They need a quarterback. But you know now, Bree-
1: Breezy. I- Breezy, we agree with you. This commentary is ridiculous. They're not going to take a quarterback and exactly what they're going to do is build around Aaron Rodgers.
6: Yeah, but the problem is uh, everybody seemed to think that Aaron is the savior for this team. I don't see that because when he won them four MVPs that Rick loved to talk about so much, he lost the very next game twice to Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo.
1: Yeah, Breezy. Listen, I don't. It's not that I love talking about the four MVPs, but you can't. I mean, you can't. You, you can't argue the fact that the guys won four MVPs. No. Does it hurt his cause at all that Jordan Love has gone in there and put up this kind of a season? Ah, uh, does it hurt his cause? Well, does it hurt his? You know, no. I think it's it's amazing what Green Bay is able to do, right? And I don't know why more teams don't kind of use that blueprint. You think Green Bay right now, if you ask them, is thrilled that they they've moved on? Yes. They have they have Jordan yep. Love, and Absolutely. now they're not beholden to Aaron yeah, Rodgers anymore. There was probably some. I think there was some probably nervous times early in the season when they're saying to themselves, "Did we screw up?" The big game this week, Huge Packers game. Bears. Yeah. Well, remember last year, same thing with the Packers, right? For a game, a game Packers, that meant, Lions, nothing. Sunday night. I it remember meant it. nothing for the Lions. I remember it. The Lions went out there, and, and maybe that's one of the few times, because I don't think it's necessarily all that true, it carries over to the next season. But I think the Lions weren't going to make that jump anyway. Yeah, but I mean, it just, I think when you're trying to build, build a culture, I think the fact that they actually played as hard as they did in a game, it's just easy to be, like, it was the same reason why we were praising Salah week one. It would have been so easy for that team to fold up after Aaron went down. Absolutely. They I, and and I said it the next day, he deserves a ton of credit. All right, to keep that team fighting when you knew that your entire season was probably going down the tubes right there? Yeah, here's the other problem, though. If there's any, I mean, if there's a real thought from Woody that if this thing doesn't work out, that he's going to clean house, do you really want Joe Douglas drafting the quarterback and then you bring in a new GM? No, you go all in, whatever it takes, try to take whatever you need to spend on the offensive side of the ball to right. try to fix this. But what happens if that quarterback is, is so good? Like, what happens if Michael Penix is there and you don't take him because you can't mess with the whole Aaron Rodgers game here? You know? Yeah, but I also don't know who the next coach is going to be. All I know is that this coaching staff can't develop a quarterback. So whoever the next coach is, I don't know, does he like Michael Penix? Does he fit his offense? Yeah, I guess. I think there are are going to be certain offenses that Michael Penix fits perfectly in. It feels like you're in no man's land right now. And that's why, I mean, next year for the Jets is just... I mean, I, well, I this was supposed to be a building year. This was supposed to be, at the very least, be a playoff team and just show that you're you're right. close go, to go ten and seven. Get in, level. and then next year you take that giant leap. Right. That, there's no baby steps now moving forward. It's you. You better you better be really good right away. Ira Staten Island. Good morning, Ira.
4: Hey, good morning. You know this Aaron Rodgers stuff, and you know I got abused that I didn't want any part of it, and he came in here and he changed my mind because he did all the right things. But you know what? The debate that I was having between whether it was a Derek Carr or Garoppolo. You know, if they had gone in a different direction, they might have probably been a better team. They may not have gotten to a Super Bowl, which I understand why they did the Aaron Rodgers thing, but they might have built a better team around whatever quarterback they signed. And, you know, go back, you know, before you guys were born, when Namath was a Jet. Yeah, you know, he had the nightlife and he had all this stuff. But guess what? He didn't run the organization. Yeah, he was the face in the organization, you know, they they portrayed him as Broadway Joe, but he didn't say, I want this receiver, I want that receiver, I want this offensive lineman. You can't you can't allow that. I'm not giving up draft picks for Devontae Adams. I could go get a Higgins or a Mike Evans or even draft somebody. you got Garrett Wilson, one of the top five receivers in the league. All you need is a 1A receiver. You do not need Devontae Adams. If they go out there and they give up draft picks for Devontae Adams. Don't you you think, Ira, that's what's going to happen?
1: I mean, right now, as you sit back that, waiting, don't you think they're going to give up draft picks for Adams and not go if after he wants Higgins to or Evans? If he
4: wants to leave, okay. If they if they go if they go that route and they give the picks to Devontae Adams, they they basically signed and sealed their fate because it's not going to work. we then you're going to have Devontae Adams and Garrett Wilson fighting for who's getting balls. And guess what? Rodgers is going to feed Adams. Garrett's going to be unhappy already. He questioned. He had he made a couple of comments with Semini. You know what? Like I said, I'm hoping that I'm dead wrong about this thing. I don't see this. I just don't see this thing ending well.
1: Well, it certainly hasn't started great. Well, it started okay. Well, you
4: haven't seen any of it
1: yet. Right. Right. You have to wait and see. All you've seen is a bad quarterback playing a horrendous offensive line. I will say this. The the people that say, and I've heard this now, and, and it's gaining some some steam, we will just move on from him now. It's so dumb. You're too far in to just end it now. And do what? Then do what? Draft a draft a rookie? I guess. All right. Does that put you closer to a championship? And closer, no. Well, no. The whole point was let's not waste this defense. Like, we have a window now because our defense you is... You have to pay guys at some point. Right, because this defense is this good. Let's not waste it. Because we already screwed up. Zach Wilson is not the guy. It's not going to work out. Maybe a couple years down the road, maybe he turns into the guy. Come on. Let's get serious. Didn't work. So let's fix it. Aaron Rodgers isn't happy in Green Bay. Wants to come to the Jets. Let's do it. Right, and people loved it. Yeah, played, people were so excited. It's, gonna be, it's gonna be worse, plays, this, man. It's gonna be worse this off season. It's gonna be worse. Gonna be well, I think it's all gonna depend on what they do. They're gonna make big moves. I know. they Are they gonna take a, an offensive lineman? They're gonna bring in a receiver, and they're gonna make every because you have to. Have to. You in, no there choice. is no future. The the future is in the immediate. You're if you're Joe Douglas, why would you not mortgage three, four, five years down the road? Why would you not? Well, but that's the, that's the thing that concerns people. And it should. Is because his future is now. Exactly. Like, he's not worried about... He's not worried about the next guy. No he's worried year, about him. There's no five-year plan for him right now. Nor should there be. No, there shouldn't be. No.
7: Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO
0: and Rothenberg Podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN.
1: RJ, did you place a Starbucks order today, or are you just uh, going with the Bustello coffee that Raymond provides?
2: I did not place a Starbucks order, but then again, I didn't, I didn't place one yesterday, and Rick came back with a banana. So you never know. And you
1: you ate the banana immediately? Yeah. So maybe he knows you and what you want better than you know you and what you want.
2: It's possible. By the way, I tapped into while while I was on my would you call it a sabbatical? Right. Watching my son, I tapped into the Raymond J. Santiago Bustello coffee bags.
1: Well, it's he, not Bustello coffee. No,
2: but it's, it's stronger. It's
1: the Santiago family coffee.
2: I tapped into it while I was away. And strong stuff, really good. Really?
1: Did it have you? Were you running around the house.
2: I needed it for the for the little one. <laughs> I had to chase him around.
1: You really get great appreciation for like stay-at-home parents when you're home for a couple weeks continuously with the kids.
2: Oh yeah, I, I had to come in because somebody said, "Oh, how was your vacation." I'm like, "Well, I guess technically it's a parental leave, but you got to come in with a game plan every day. It's like coaching a game every day. It's like baseball. It's like, oh, well, we used this activity yesterday, this one. Okay, what are we going to do today? But we are come-.
1: you new? Are you like daily new activities, or, or is your goal daily just to keep him alive? Still,
2: I keep him alive, but he's at the point where he needs like attention. Like if if I ignore him, like you know, he's he's over six. But can you
1: put him in like that that bouncing chair thing and put like Doc McStuffins on (laughs) and and let him just kind of you know giggle and watch?
2: You can, but as you probably remember, anyone with a young child does know everything has a time limit. Everything has an expiration.
1: So after twenty minutes or half an hour, forty five minutes. Yeah, because I do. Yeah, I don't remember everything, but I do remember thinking, how many shows can I get out of like this?
2: I view every activity like middle relief. Once you get past your starters, which is like the morning time, he's really good in the morning, pretty low key. Once we get into like the late the, the late morning, early afternoon, everything is like a reliever.
1: And, and like I used trying to have stay, this, keep the lanes. I would have kind of a countdown clock, when does Sherry get home? Like when I would have those days where it's just me, I'd be like, all right. She usually gets out right around 5.15, should be home by 5.30, and then she walks in the house, and we're thrilled to see her. Did you have that when Andrew was at work?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. uh, Listen, it was a a great experience. Most days were awesome. There was a day or two where she usually gets home around, I don't know, 3.05. It got to be like 3.17. I, I called her at one point. I was like, where are you? What are you doing? How bad is traffic? Is there an accident? Where are you? Do you need me to come get you? Yeah, there's I I have a deeper.
1: She walks and she walks through that door. You're like, sweetheart, you're home.
2: <laughs> Your son missed you a great yeah, deal.
1: And and I missed you even more than that. All right, we'll get to a couple calls. And then RJ's gonna perform a um an observations and he Did It Happen in Florida. Chris in Albany. Hi Chris. You're on ninety eight seventy SPN. Hey, what's good
5: this morning, fellas? How's everything? Good. How are you, Chris? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, fellas. Hey, so listen, I got two points. So uh, I told RJ originally when I first called, I got one point with the Jets, one point on the Knicks. Um, The first point was when Ira was just calling. And here's my thing, and you listen, I listen to Ira a lot, great guy. I totally disagree with what he's saying. The Jets right now, I know what the whole thing is—is about draft the quarterback and whatever. We know we have a two-year window right now. You got to go spend the money to get Devontae Adams. You got to, you know, you guys said it with the Knicks—you got to give something to get something. All right. So if we are going to go all out, and this is Aaron Rodgers for two years, we've already proven we cannot develop any quarterback that we've ever had for at least thirty years. I'm forty-six, so I've seen every quarterback. I I
0: get it, but you you, you can't,
1: Chris. Maybe this regime—I would agree—you cannot play the game of. We can't develop a quarterback, so we're never going to take a quarterback. At some point, you're going to have oh, to no, think no. that some regime can develop a quarterback for this organization.
5: Dave, absolutely. You're you're 100% right, but here's my here's my point. If we're gonna if we're gonna go all in, which obviously I think this is the plan, right? Because we know people are going to lose their jobs next year if they don't make the playoffs, right? Most likely, our GM and our our head coach will not no longer have a job if this fails again next year the point is they're going to go after Devontae Adams, right? And if Aaron Rodgers has any say in it, we know that they're not going to draft a quarterback. I wouldn't leave it in his hands to say that, and I understand that's where Iris point was. But if we got Michael Penix, right, in his first round, we all know we're not drafting a quarterback in the first round. That's not happening. I mean, we're going to go o lineman, We might go somewhere else, but we're not going quarterback. You know what I'm saying? So to to actually use those assets to get at Devontae Adams, I understand what he was saying, 1A. Yes, we have Garrett Wilson, and Garrett Wilson is awesome. He's great. But we have proven this year – with Adam, Alan Lazard Zard, and Cobb, and and I don't even know who else we had, you know, coming out there other than we had the kids later on in the year. Um, obviously losing Corey Davis was huge. So we definitely need a, that that and one that other thing because that offense will change. Just having Devontae and Garrett—that's just my one point. I understand your guys' point. Second point was with the Knicks. Knicks, listen, and I'm not gonna get too excited because it's two games. But the one thing I think we all see, and I know you guys watched the game. I believe you guys did, is the spacing, right? The one thing RJ couldn't do, and I'm RJ guy, the one thing RJ couldn't do was hit that open three-point shot. And now you see why Randall looks better and Jen looks better. It's only two games. We'll, we have to see 20, 30 games of this to actually, you know, get a thing, so you can't just jump right into it. But the spacing on the floor the last two games, you know, minus that first half where they were sloppy this, this last game with the Bulls, they look like a totally different team with the spacing. So that's my two points. Listen, fellas, have a great day. Happy New Year. Love talk to you guys. Check back in, all right?
1: Thank you. That's a, that's a good call from Chris in Albany. Real good call. Yeah, I think the concern with Ira is more stunting the growth of Garrett Wilson would be the concern. I think we all see the potential. I don't think you're going to stunt his growth though. Well, no, I mean if because all of a sudden a good now quarterback. Right, but unless the quarterback now has the relationship with the receiver and his But you're going to bring in somebody else who's going to take Football's away from him. Yeah, right, but Wilson. he already has a relationship with Garrett Wilson. If you bring in with Mike Devontae. Ad- w- no, with Garrett Wilson already. They have a relationship. Like he knows Garrett Wilson now. So there's already there is a relationship with Garrett oh. Wilson. He has no relationship with T. Higgins right. and none with, with Mike Evans. So at least they've worked together where they kind of have an idea. Like, is the chemistry where it needs to be? No, because he only played four plays. But there is some chemistry. We know the chemistry he has with Devontae Adams. Like they, like you know when push comes to shove, ball's going to Devontae Adams. Like I don't know that if Mike Evans comes here, or if T. Higgins comes here, there's already some sort of a comfort level that he he knows Garrett Wilson. So at least you have that. The fear is all of a sudden now you bring in someone, like yeah. Devontae Adams. If good, good receiving enough. core, imagine that one of, one of those three and Garrett Wilson. That's a that's a special dynamic. Yeah, right. And be a good person to learn from too. It's just I mean the whole notion that they're not going to go all in to try to win with Aaron Rodgers. Like this is their future for this coaching staff for this GM is right now. Right now, there is no future. There is it, no future it is unless immediate. they they win. Immediate, because those guys, and, and that's what would really. I know we mentioned it before. Really worries me. It doesn't worry me because record I'm not wise a Jets they've fan. done because record wise they've done nothing. Stink. Yeah, they've done sting, nothing. absolutely stink. But if if Joe Douglas looks at this and says, I, I'll, what do, "If I trade a, a one in twenty twenty six, what do I care? That's not going to be my one potentially. So I'll I'll do whatever it takes to make this team good now. That is... I would think has to be some semblance of a concern if you don't win. Yeah, of course it's a concern. Yeah, let's go to Josh in Brooklyn. Say good morning. Hi, Josh.
6: Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? Good. Um. So I I I like I, I love you guys' show. You guys are entertaining. And this the the, the point that I'm going to make is really today because I really feel like this Aaron Rodgers runs the organization thing. It's very it's tiring and it, it doesn't really make sense to me a lot of, like a lot of times. And so I I feel like so if if like you brought up if they're going they're, they're going to draft. Most likely an O lineman, right? That's because Aaron Rodgers runs the organization. Like if, if they if they if they go and get Devontae Adams, it's because Aaron Rodgers runs the organization. No, it fits in the timeline of what they're trying to no. do. No, Devontae De- Adams no, is Devon- Devontae,
1: Devontae no. Adams would no. be brought in. Why would you? Okay, why would you yeah. mortgage no, a draft pick? Hang on, Josh. I'm going to let you talk. You're not going anywhere. 100%. Why would you mortgage a draft pick to bring in Devontae Adams when you have Mike Evans and T Higgins available solely for for money? as free agents. Unless it's what Aaron Rodgers wanted.
6: Because Devontae Adams is also on the same exact timeline of Aaron Rodgers. Oh, he's better, too. In two years. Devontae Adams is yeah, better than T. Higgins and Mike to, Evans. You, also have, you also, also have to pay. Why don't you pay T. Higgins? You're going to have to pay Garrett Wilson in a few years, too, When you can just let Devontae Adams go and then pay Garrett Wilson and bring another wide receiver in.
1: But for the next the quarterback, you would, right, he, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter. My point is, and I'll stand by it, and I think you're wrong, I think Aaron Rodgers runs this organization. You don't think
6: that's the case? But how does that work? Because he brought it. They they've done the everything basketball? he's wanted. I mean, Josh, I don't are don't you out of your it. mind?
1: Everything he's wanted they've done for him so far.
6: They bought in backups. Like one guy, Alan Lazard, is supposed to be a three. Corey Davis is not here. No, no, That's no, no, no. Lazard. Who is supposed to be the two on this not team? Not
1: who is if no, Alan Lazard was the Corey three, Davis who was going to be the two?
6: After the whole entire Corey Davis retired, after they got Alan Lazard, he wasn't supposed to be the two. It was supposed to be Corey Davis and Allen Lazard. Corey Alan Davis is, is wonderful. A, he, he yeah, but he's supposed to be a, he's a good number two uh, going, going to to Garrett Wilson. They brought, he bought nothing in here but backups. Billy, you got to bring up Billy Turner and Randall? Are Kyle. you back up, You know really, how much they, they paid Alan Lazard. Not, Alan Lazard makes a lot of
1: money to be a backup.
6: Yeah, but he was signed even before Aaron Rodgers was here, so he had a. Oh yeah, oh story.
1: yeah, it was just it was all convenient. They just happened to bring in Alan Lazard to be here, so that when Aaron Rodgers decided he wants to come here, he was going to be well, sitting here you, waiting. So
6: you, do you think that, they brought you think in Hackett no before Rodgers was Lazard here too?
1: So so you you're you think, thrilled? You love Nathaniel Hackett? That's the that's the
6: receiver. No other team wanted wanted no, I mean, no other team wanted Al Lazar besides the debt. He could have went anywhere else too, couldn't he? Oh
1: yeah, people are knocking down his door. You think he would have gotten that deal from other teams?
6: But you don't you also said the Zach Wilson thing. You don't even know if the Zach Wilson thing's true. There was a report that uh that Joe Douglas wanted to probably, probably draft Pene Sul. And they and, and they were he was he was forced, who knows, but he was forced to take Zach Wilson. And so they so they played him this year, it seems like, because let's see what the hell we got in this guy. But you see, but you, you you every week every week is the same as Aaron Rodgers running the organization because I think that's true. You don't even know if half the things is true because I believe because I believe you, know, I be- every, you, you hear the same guys, thing bro. every week
1: because I firmly believe that that's true and you're actually like one of the few but people exactly that I think thinks the other they, way. Because
6: they're going to up. because they're going to back the guy's going to, he's a quarterback he's going, he's a legendary quarterback he's going to have some kind of say of what of who he will want who he feel comfortable with. I don't understand how that means he runs the organization. I, I don't. I don't get that part. I don't. Because I don't see. I don't so see, don't, I don't see don't how you can see otherwise.
1: I don't see how you can look at this and not see how obvious it is. Runs the
6: organization. It's shocking you to say, me. They need. They need O They need O That that's that's the thing. They need. They need O That doesn't make any sense, guys.
1: It, Rick, I mean, I going to keep this guy on and let you kind of talk to him because I, well, I can't even understand. You guys are just going back and forth yelling at each other. I mean, there's really both talking at the Did same you hang up on him, Raymond? Yeah, of course he did. No. He hung up. Oh, there was on no boop. Own. I didn't hear the boop. Yeah, I didn't hear the boop. It was either. there. I got the oh, he lady. Hung up on his the, own. the lady in my headset. <laughs> you heard her again? No. Listen, I think you're both. I think you're both wrong. I think you take it too far, and I think it's crazy to think that he doesn't have a ton of say in what's happened. How do I take it too far? Well, no, like you, like you'll add stuff like the Zach. Like we don't know what why Zach Wilson was the backup or who was responsible. Well, he for he was pretty explaining Zach, Zach Wilson here though. Playing no? Zach Wilson. No, I think he said what I said, which is that the only thing that makes sense is is that. We're gonna. We think it's more valuable to find out whether or not Zach can play than it is to make the playoffs, and that's what they did. And now they feel, they feel more comfortable moving off of Zach Wilson because at least you have a definitive answer: no, he can't play. But you don't think that Aaron Rodgers has is very involved? I in I do, of everything? course. But I think I mean, when you get to a certain like, especially when you're a team that's so desperate that doesn't have success that is dysfunctional. If Aaron Rodgers wanted to go be a part of a team that's well run, like say say for example when. You know Lamar's going through the contract dispute, and someone comes in and offers them two first-round picks, and they they get rid of Lamar Jackson, and now they're like, okay, we still have a good enough team, we want to win now. And Aaron's like, ooh, I go to Baltimore. He's not going to have the same kind of of say. Nah, not in with Baltimore. an organization that's that well run, right? But, not- we're, but we're not, we're not, and we were desperate. Okay, so we're willing to do whatever it takes. So, okay, but that but still, he's in charge of what's happening with I this team. I think he has a lot of say in what happens. Okay, yeah, so then absolutely. you agree with me? Well, to a certain degree, yeah. I, just I didn't think say it's, anything that's that's out of no, school or out of no, line. No, I think you throw in certain things, but I think it's just it's it's hard to have a visceral reaction to it for me just because I haven't seen it yet. Why do you think Nathaniel Hackett is here? No, I know exactly why, and I don't think Nathaniel Hackett is good, but I don't. I know Nathaniel Hackett has had success with Aaron. Aaron was not the quarterback. My biggest problem with what the Jets did this season was they punted on the season. That's my biggest problem, and I don't think Aaron was responsible for that. Maybe he was. Maybe he's like, I don't want to bring a guy in here. This is my team, which I think would be stupid. If they allow him that much power, there, there, that would be a huge problem for me. And the other problem is, is that if this doesn't work, where are you going to be? What you're going to be at like? at, at Grand Zero. Because if I'm Joe Douglas, I am mortgaging everything, everything, every. But single that thing worries me. Of course, it should worry you. It should absolutely worry you. how I are mean, you going to mortgage future picks. You're going to mortgage players. You're going to sign guys to deals that may not be, you know, all that sensible just because you have to win now. And you have to win right now. Oh boy, this so is going to be win. An interesting. Off you season. want to solve it, so win. When's the draft? April twenty fifth, right around there, right? The only way to make this worth it is win. That's it. That's it. You didn't answer my question. Uh, I don't know when the draft is exactly. Raymond, you always know when when the NFL draft is. When's when's the NFL draft? I don't
3: Has it been announced? Actually, of course. Come it's on, usually, Ra- it's usually after at the end of April now, so that probably at the last week of April, first week of April
1: twenty fifth to April twenty seventh. There you go. Is the NFL draft? I like the combine. Has it been announced yet? Combine the pro, is, in the pro days. Oh, combine is soon. Oh, I love. Well, that's when it's going to be like. Oh, I like Michael to do live Penix. shows from the combine. That'd be fun. It would be fun. Oh. Guys in their underwear. Oh, I don't want to see the guys in the underwear, but I'm just thinking we get the the inside scoops. You pig. What do you mean? I'll get my underwear right now if you want to see a guy run around in his underwear. I don't think you will. <laughs>
3: really? <laughs> you doubt him?
1: Or you get your your phone camera ready?
3: He's very not, excited. Hey, about, he's very excited about the prospect of you in your underwear. Very excited. It's nice. You see everything.
1: He's wearing very tight underwear too. These are my sexiest. These aren't the sexiest underwear I have. though. No, no, I wouldn't think so. No. Well, I got the banana. You have underwear where it's just the butt cheeks pop out of the underwear. Or the thong though. No, you don't wear a thong. No, that
3: doesn't. That's not. No, I would rather just wear no underwear. You have the like elephant sock cover thing. Um, uh,
1: I can show you the <laughs> elephant if you want. What's not matter good? with you. Do you want to see Gonzo? I can do Gonzo. Chicken breast? No, we don't want any tomato. What are you going do origami here on the show? No. <laughs> <I can>. no. <laughs> Like Fly, the flying squirrel, the rhinoceros, right? Because that's the big scary animal for no, all you guys. Hippo, oh hippo! No, you want to be a rhinoceros. I want to be. I, th- I think it, it, rhinoceros could absolutely go toe to toe. No with chance. The hippopotamus.
2: RJ, please. Uh, this guy is. The, he doesn't get it. I don't get it. Does not get it. Somebody tweeted us a video yesterday. Yeah. Of a hippo going after a herd. i what to be a pride of lions. All of them, just right after yeah. him. One hippo. No fear. No fear. The hippo does not mess around, buddy. And you know what the thing is? Most most responsible for deaths is the hippo. It started is that right? in yeah. the water and charged up on the land. It's it's just lethal. It's
4: you get,
1: it's, it's multifunctional, yeah, which is nice. You
2: get near that thing's mouth? Did you put your pants back no,
1: on? No, it's still off. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. It's like a it's like a submarine with legs. What animal most violent? The Nile crocodile. No. I'm, you say no. Most aggressive animal in the world, mostly because it considers humans a regular part of its diet. The animal can weigh up to 1,700 pounds. We would squash that. Oh, you, you would. 4,000 pounds. All right. RJ, how fast can hippo run? 30? Uh, Straight 20. Straight line? 20. 20. 20 miles an hour. Four thousand pounds. All right, question pounds. for you, and then we're going to get to uh, observations. Ready? Yep. This is from November 20th, BBC Science Focus. Okay. Most dangerous animal in the world is what? Now, just think about it. Some kind of snake. Okay, it's it's a nice thought process by you. Yep. RJ, most dangerous animal in the world. I guess by dangerous, you're saying what animal kills the most people every year?
2: Yeah, some sort of, I,
1: I, think, I think, don't just, don't just flippantly give me an answer. Really think it through.
2: I, have, we, I think Rick's on the right, on the right case. Some, some sort of venomous snake. Okay. Not like, not like an anaconda, because I, I don't think it. Because you don't
1: want Nana Oh, a, a what? Anaconda. Anaconda. Uh, don't, oh, okay. will not want none unless you got buns, hun. I think, I thought he said anaconda.
2: Because I I don't think uh, enough people come in contact with anacondas. Yeah, My okay.
0: anaconda don't want none unless you got buns, hun.
1: J-Lo did. Uh, Raymond, they're both going with a a snake-type figure. See,
3: I think this is one of those trick question type of situations, Mm -hmm. and it's it's an animal that has more day-to-day interactions with Mm -hmm. people. So I'm thinking it's going to be something like a cow or a bull. (laughs)
1: Cow. No, I'm serious. I was, like, I, serious. I, I was thinking, I was what? like, boy, he's going down. Such a good, yeah. All those killer cows out there. <laughs> yeah, go,
3: go up to Bad a bull. Go, hey, listen, they got the professional bull riders coming into Madison Square Garden. That's not a cow. It's a cow. It's a cow. Technically, it's no, cow. no. It's, 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 it's Stop it. a male version. We're not of a doing cow. this based on
1: technicality. No, the cow the, is not. Is the not animal the end.
3: is called the cow. He was doing it's so a bull well because it's a male.
1: And I was like, right, you know what? He's walking down such a great path. And then he's like, I'm going to go with the cow. Yeah, all those milking deaths. That you hear yeah. every year on the farm. Go
3: to Madison Square Garden this weekend and, and go, and so go try to mess with one of the, with one of those animals and see how far you get.
1: You you are really interesting. <laughs> the, the answer killing seven hundred twenty five thousand humans per year. Well, this is not a snake. The mosquito. That's ridiculous. It, that's the answer. It's a stupid. Are you gonna be if we're doing a if we're doing hey, an you're animal draft? You are gonna take the, the deadly mosquito? Disease. I'm talking about disease. All right. Yeah.
2: Did you say animal? By the way. Yeah. When you consider it's that, like an a, insect. Insect.
1: Well, is, it, is is a snake technically an animal? It's, it's a reptile. Animal kingdom. I see what you're doing. Exactly. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. So you be the mosquito. I'll be the hippo Let's see who wins. Well, you'll never, you'll never <laughs> catch me. I'll no, you bite can't, you, can't bite up you up. and you then all of you be like, I'm
2: feeling lightheaded. You to light
1: my skin. I'm, I'm feeling lightheaded. Yeah. I'm feeling dizzy. I might have malaria. Right. And then you go no, down. No malaria. In a heap. And then the I lions eat you. It. I don't even get credit for that kill. <laughs> I don't get credit for that kill. If you're if you're unwell and you're, you're kind of sleepy and then the lions take you over. Yeah, that doesn't I mean, go to me. Yeah,
2: but I mean, just say it all loud. Like, oh, the, how, what happened to the hippo? Oh, it got taken out by, by three elephants. You're yeah, right. What happened to the, the, <laughs> what mosquito. Happened to the mosquito? Oh, no, somebody stepped on it. You're yeah, right.
1: Whoops. Hippos, number nine on the list. No kill chance. Kill 500 humans a year. Nine. Elephants kill 600 humans a year.
3: Crocodile. Well, that's because people try to
1: poach the elephant. And
3: not for nothing, those, those animals are limited to a certain region. Right. They're not spread all over the world. And people are trying to poach the elephants, they have no choice.
1: Snakes kill 138,000 people per year. Yeah. Would you rather get killed by a snake or a hippo? I think one bite bite and then the venom and then that Jumanji Jumanji hippo attack. Went down with the hippo. Yeah. Um, Well, it depends. How's the snake killing me, though? Is it strangling me to death? It's going to swallow me alive? I don't want that. The hippo? No, the snake does. Swallows. A snake cannot swallow a human being alive. An anaconda could swallow your whole body. Guaranteed. Yeah, but then the snake's so gross, too. I think a hippo. I'd rather go out with a hippo. Well, you de- it depends how I'm dying. <laughs> Seriously, it depends on... How, how it? The hippo Give me no. Bury, buries you alive? No, no, it's like a berry The can't bury. If I'm getting venom... I would, I would go venom, venom... Venom. Venom snake. Venom bit by a snake, pff, done. Yeah. I don't want to get like, mauled by a hippo. Trampled. See, I could see a hippo taking advantage of you first and then killing you. Me or just yeah, people? You. Great. <laughs> Like, it, like it's in prison? <laughs> Wonderful.
0: Thanks for listening to the D.P. and Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN New York app. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.